This is the Podcast Inc. production. Booyah! This is the moment podcasting fans listening around the world have been waiting for. Coming to you not so live from a listening device of your choice. It's time! Podcasting out of this corner, a mixed martial talker, holding no professional record. He stands at six feet one and one half inches tall, weighing in at whatever he feels like, hailing out of Toronto, Ontario, Canada, presenting the sometimes angry, always funny, Self-proclaimed podcasting champion of the world, Steve Fingerstyles! So, welcome to another rendition of the podcast. I am here once again, always again, and brought to you by First Row Collectibles, If you're into nerd culture, if you're into wrestling memorabilia, if you're into sports memorabilia, please visit firstrow.ca. Use promo code THEPODCAST20 to receive 20% off. They got everything from comic books to signed sports memorabilia to signed wrestling memorabilia. Anything you need or want, they have it there. Best thing is they ship worldwide. Even better, they update daily. So please visit them at firstrow.ca. If you're into video games and books, please visit bossfightbooks.com for great books on classic video games. You'll find titles like Red Dead Redemption, Silent Hill 2, NBA Jam, and so many others. Everything you see on their website's available in paperback and ebook format. So please check them out at bossfightbooks.com. If you're looking for the best supplements and CBD products, visit LegacySubs.com. Use promo code the podcast to receive 10% off they have everything from sleep aid to muscle building anything that makes you feel great and look great it is there they are legacy sports nutrition at legacysubs.com and if you want to support me directly you can visit my merchandise store at tpublic.com or scroll down on today's device in the description it's embedded right there click on that link takes you right to the merchandise store i got everything from hoodies to t-shirts to travel mugs phone cases anything you need or want it is there but the easiest thing the most important thing the best thing to support the show is rate subscribe review on all major platforms most specifically apple podcast stitcher TuneIn, soundcloud spotify and iHeartRadio. so this week's guest has wrestled all over the world for such promotions as progress wrestling wwe where he held the nxt tag team championship and WXW as a former two-time shotgun and two-time unified world wrestling champion, professional wrestler, Axeman Axel Tischer. Hey there, how's it going? Thanks for the invitation, and I'm glad to be on your podcast. No, thank you, Axel. Uh, we touched on it quickly before the show, but just so the listeners know, I came down with COVID, so bear with me, listeners. Yeah. I might cough, I might do the sniffles. I know my voice sounds a little bit rocky, as they say, but we'll get through this. It's only sounds, an hour, I could suck beautiful. it up. Sounds beautiful, a rocky voice. Here <laughs> <we go. laughs> right? Oh my goodness. So, my friend, how is it over there in Germany today? It's, it, it's getting cold, but, uh, you know, you're from Toronto, so you probably know. So, in a, in a, uh, I guess, like, three days, 
I will enter the border to Canada yep. and check out where it's colder. But uh, I guess you will win the battle. But yeah, it's getting <laughs> cold. As you can see, I wear beanies. So uh, always when hey, me too, fall is, 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 is going towards <laughs> the winter, hoodie, right? beanie, everything, what, what's nice and cozy and everything. But uh, yeah, <clears throat> Germany is good right now. It's treating me well. I cannot complain at all. Uh, back in my home country, uh, home country since over a year and so far so right. good so germany is as beautiful as ever i live down uh, i live now in the village oh, okay. part of the country i lived in dresden my hometown it's um uh, a city so now i moved uh, to the village since a couple of months and it's very nice it's more peaceful less people um better air everything's better so I could imagine. positive the only negative side is that that you have to drive a little bit longer to get some groceries but right I take that. Yeah, no kidding, right? I've never been to Germany myself. Obviously, being Portuguese, I've been to Portugal multiple times, but it does not get as cold as it does in Germany, obviously, in Portugal. But I agree with you. The air is better. Everything's more fresh. Like, I'm sure... Okay, well, how about this? What was one of the things you missed the most when you moved to the States from not living in Germany anymore? Quality food. <laughs> I like <laughs> that. It's true. No, seriously. I, I know. So, uh, like, starting with positive things first. I loved the life in in the states sure. especially in florida because i hate winter ah right Just short and sweet i love <laughs> the weather there uh uh like december you still could go to the pool and if you had like two or three weeks in january where you had put on the hoodie and the beanie and everything so it was a little bit more colder in the shadow but then in the sun it gets warmer so florida weather was awesome so my experience in the states in general or like north america right uh, canada as well was sure. awesome amazing like the way of life there and everything so the freedom of life there as well because like true. life was if you have the money uh, quite easier than in germany because oh. in Germany, you have a lot of rules and regulations, and in America, was kind of do what you want to do. Is at least you have a plan for yourself and sure. finance everything for yourself. And I don't know, right? So, but food sucked <laughs> big time. Because a lot of times you think, for example, and that's a culture thing, bread, right? Right. Yeah. No. Not at all. So, hey, hey, there's a dark bread. No, it's soft as a sponge. That's not a bread. You need to have a thick crust. Oh, you need to have like, okay. something good like with a lot of fiber, like nutrition and everything. Sure. So, and you have to pay a lot of money for quality food. You mm. can live cheap, but also, and I'm a big believer in uh, you are what you eat. And if you do not invest in quality food in yourself, sooner or later... Uh, you're the best client of pharma industry, so <laughs> that's another way of life. So I spend a lot of money on, on organic foods. Sure. Um, I lived out there, uh, out, out of the city as well, like uh, village side. So we had a little farmer's market where you get mm-hmm. like your bits and pieces from. So that, yeah, food was the majority of what I missed uh, states to Germany. So you must have loved going to like all those immigrant cities like Chicago, Boston, and like New York, because at least they had a little bit of everything versus just what they have in Florida, right? Because up here in Toronto, yeah, we got everything. So if you want good bread, go to an Italian bakery, go to a Portuguese bakery, you're set. That's that's not, that's not good bread. <laughs> <laughs> we have a whole discussion about good bread. And I see my guns, German bread, or like, like, again, like Italian bread. It's just white, white, white flour. That's you know? true. It's, it's not nutritious and it's, it's nothing like, I, like whole grain, like really sure. 
thick and everything, like dark bread. Like as long as something like a pizza-ish dough bread, it's, it's yeah, the quality is different. Sure. So uh, a couple months ago, I went first time to Italy, South Italy, and I had, okay. the, like, of course, they like the promotion invited me to dinner, and of course I had to eat a pizza. Of course. Because there's nothing more authentic than eating something from the country. Right. And of course, like, all of us, we had tons of pizzas in our lives, right? Like the thin crust, the thick crust, sure. the, 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 the pie, right? The Chicago oh, pie, yeah. uh, like it's typical New York pizza and everything, all delicious, right? Because they're greasy and everything. But sure. I never had an amazing pizza like I had the original in uh, South Italy. Wow. And that's also a comparison to North Italy. But anyway, sure. like, um, but the bread culture in Germany is, is way different. It's really? kind of like Major League Baseball comparison to like... You know, the guys in college uh, playing it like if, <laughs> if that comparison counts. I'm, I don't know, but yeah, again, like that's something. And funny wise, every time when we, as we at WWE, we went over uh, to Europe, right? And England, for example, England has better bread. Oh, and it's weird right now really? we speak about bread, but uh, hey, they they have better bread, but not as good as German bread. So a lot of times when um, all like the American fellows coming over, they could not handle the bread. They oh, kind of like really? being agitated by like being kind of like, what the hell is that? That's super dry and super hard. Like, <laughs> is it old bread? So no, no, that's actually proper bread. Like wow. it will actually fill you up. It will like fill up your body with healthy fibers and everything. So. Yeah, yeah. It's it's more healthier, so yeah. Okay, so I've never had German bread then. So what do you recommend for someone who's never had any bread from Germany? Because I'm sure I could find something um, here. I know it won't be as good, yeah, uh, but I'll find something. <laughs> uh, you will find something. So uh, in Orlando, Florida, for example, there was a German bakery. Okay. And it was more like South German-ish. So oh. like a lot of people... It's like when you when you when you when you never went to the states, you think everybody's kind of Texas, right? Yeah. And like in Canada, everybody walk, walks around with a with a with a with the accent with the beanie and exactly. Yeah. And stuff like this, right? The stereotype. So German <laughs> stereotype is Oktoberfest, Bavaria, right? That's right. So that bakery was from the region, but not exactly from that region, okay. right? So it was Bavaria, but next to it. Mm. So totally different game, but. It was authentic enough, but what I have, uh, um, what they told me is, in America, for example, it's not possible just to 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 bake a, a authentic German bread. Oh. And my wife, for example, she was making bread on her own. Sure. But the flour is totally different from the American grain comparison oh. to the German or the European grain. Of course. I don't know why. It's probably maybe. If you buy it in Florida, because of the heat and the climate and everything, sure. it's maybe different. But I would recommend to you, mm-hmm. the more the more uh, like full grain, the darker it is. Like oh, okay. if you go to Aldi, for example, right. like Aldi is a thing in America. I don't know if it's a thing in in uh, Canada, but you would probably get some authentic-ish German bread there. Okay. Uh, yeah, but yeah, there is a thick crust. A crunchy one, and it's soft in the middle. Then it's probably a proper German bread. Now, do you dip it in anything like olive oil, or do you put butter, or just eat it straight? Like depending, like I'm, I'm, I'm a uh, like avocado guy, so I oh. put avocado on top. Okay. That's that's a go-to for me. Yeah, yeah. But 
margarine, butter, whatever you want to do. Like a lot of times you like um, the breakfast different, for example, is also yeah. like culture, right? So in Canada is quite the same as in America. So you have a lot of like hot, like, like, like hash browns and bacon stuff uh, right. with your breakfast, right? Uh, pancakes, etc., etc. So Germany is, for example, you get like a boiled egg, you get uh, ham and cheese and all the other like uh, sliced stuff where you put put on your uh, on your rolls or on your bread slices right. with butter and maybe a, a slice of cucumber and a slice of tomato on it. So <laughs> that's typical like German or European style. Like England, for example, is the bacon beans and, and mushrooms, uh, yeah. right? And uh, and, uh, and the proper bacon. Uh, how they call it, uh, and then you know it's that's the difference. So you would have the slice of bread with some butter, okay, some cheese, Perfect. some ham, stuff like that. It's very meaty. Like German food is very meaty. I'm a yeah. vegan, so I, oh. I have to find my alternatives sure. for that. But so far, so good. Everything now gets plant based. That's true. So alternatives. So. so yeah, exactly. I can't believe we went like ten minutes about bread, but it is what it is. Welcome yeah. to my podcast, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so for people who don't know you, obviously, you used to go by Alexander Wolf in WWE. Before we get into yes. even all that, what were you a fan before? What made you get into wrestling? How was your journey getting into the sport? Yes, I was a fan before, as probably ninety nine percent of all uh, active professional wrestlers right now. Um, I got into wrestling uh, because my parents watched it. Oh. So uh, I was five or six years old. They watched it because. Uh, in that part where I live, uh, uh, East Germany, um, we did not have cable television at all times. So oh, okay. my parents got cable television, the American version of it, before Ivan Curtin, Russian side, American side, right, okay. in Germany. Right. So the Russian side never had anything to do with, like, westernized culture as professional wrestling. Right. So there was no cable television. There was no radio channels who, who would play Americans, like, songs only russian side only east sided countries right. influenced whatever germany east germany at that time so after the war came down uh, my parents got uh, cable television and then after a while they started watching wrestling 91 92 and around 93 right. me as a little guy being in love with turtles and he-man all these animes hey, uh, like large and life characters muscle build and yep hero and villains and everything i saw that they watched wrestling and i was in love right away so the, the pay-per-view i remember is wrestlemania 9 okay but it's still one of my favorites because it holds up still uh, <laughs> to my memories from the day sure um and then i had uh, like starting watching more watching more i had to break because of school couldn't watch it because they broadcasted uh um after midnight somewhere oh, okay. so i was too, too young to watch it and i had to go out for, uh, uh, go uh, up in the, in the morning for school and then later when i was 13 i start watching it again and then i was old enough to probably you know just watch more and watch here and there like attitude era was my my big thing like 2000 yeah. my favorite year because that was the year i started like actively becoming a huge wrestling fan because now i understood it more ah makes still sense, everything yeah. was real for me <laughs> but then i uh, discovered that there was like an um and it's it's hard to explain but it's kind of germany is is a, is a country only soccer and then other sports gotcha. so there's not really a lot of it, especially not something like professional wrestling right so but there was 
like a group of guys they they they, they made it a club kind of like so mm. they kind of registered over the, the city of Dresden so they could get a sports venue by school and they took out the gymnastic mats and they trained wrestling so and then uh, one of my best friends at that time he was a wrestling fan as well and we always kind of like you know pretended to be wrestlers at school uh, okay. and then somebody got caught, uh, got uh, like caught wind of that and they asked us hey you guys want to go to wrestling uh, training said, yeah oh, sure nice. since that Fell in love completely. Stopped playing soccer because soccer <laughs> sucked in that time. For me personally, and uh, like I, uh, I, I was in love playing it, but on the field, I was too nervous to, you know, be good in that. Okay. But surprisingly, wrestling just hit me hard again. Yeah. Like this time, as in, hey, how is it like just to become a wrestler? And instantly, I had the dream just to become a professional wrestler. And since then, my career just got up because i put all the effort and all like the time and the money's in there and all the relationships right friends and girlfriends and i don't know my parents <laughs> uh, uh 25th uh, anniversary for their marriage hey let me go to a wrestling show kind of that you know so nice. in the end it paid off but it was a hard hard and you know uh, yeah uh, yeah a lot of sacrifice you know it was a hard way so i started 2000 with the wrestling training and i would say around 2011 i picked up uh becoming a name in the german wrestling scene and being constant on the road every weekend at least one match oh wow that's awesome to hear yeah and i find it like i could relate because every summer i used to go to portugal w with my parents just to spend the summer there right and they didn't have wrestling there there, and our cable, we had four channels. That was all Portugal had until, like you, like you said, like the late 90s, early 2000s. But then one summer, magically, it was on TV in Portugal, like on their actual network. But they were treating it as if it was everything was fake. They were, they were laughing at the wrestlers and everything. And I could relate because Portugal, same thing. All they care about is soccer. Yeah, of course. Uh, and Germany is the fun part of it. Still to this day... Um, the good old days, they would say in Germany, it was when, and you hear a lot of like the the old school guys like Rito and, and etc. Right. Speak about like Germany as that's a powerful country for professional wrestling because right. um, I think 70s, 80s, 90s was uh, very good for them and they had tours. Uh. Like they've been here five months, then for the next three months somewhere else, and again five months years. So sure. they had like tournaments over weeks and every day of the week there have been over 10,000 people in tents watching wrestling wow. so the business was huge and everybody was living outside in a freaking trailer and just you know living a part of each other and keeping it alive and keeping it real wow have Look like amateur tournaments where people coming in and just try to improve uh, just to become a pro but the way just to be a part of that was horrible because like they got tortured and, and almost not really killed but you know right. what i mean almost killed like in the way of like they had to go through brutal yeah. uh, like warm-up sessions and everything and when of you course. when they got in the ring with somebody they get battered from here and there so and after that business died the scene kind of died and what survived was just let's say kind of leftovers from the good old days mm -hmm. Uh, who kind of made a bad business for themselves for not sharing their knowledge, if that makes sense. But some right. of them kept keep, uh, kept being active. And the knowledge they had, they passed it on to some other folks. 
But those other folks, not being professional enough, just liking wrestling. So from the backyard arena to the, hey, we have bought a ring from one of those old school guys, so let's do a wrestling show. So the quality mm. was not good. No, it no. was kind of, everybody was a mix out of Ravenflock and The Undertaker <laughs> and ECW, I don't sure. know, guys. So, and then it's the, hey, uh, you have a friend who wants to be a wrestler? Yeah, sure. Can he walk straight? Yes, he can. Hey, he has really? a match right now. Oh, so, man. kind of that, really embarrassing. So, but That's crazy. Uh, after that time, uh, some people who actually had a real passion, just they grew into the scene more and more and more. And they went to a seminar right there. And they went to, I don't know, overseas to the Heart Dungeon, for example. They came back yeah. and they passed on the knowledge and... Every, everything made better so like the snowball was rolling and the scene grew bigger um, and after a while you had professional wrestling again here and now um, you have a lot of big promotions here one of them is WXW yeah. um, the other one would be GWF German Wrestling Federation mm. this is the promotion where I got brought in into the professional business oh, so the okay. two had guys there been my coaches in that time and just taught me the ins and out uh, how to behave basically uh how to kind of like communicate and also like the the thing in the ring right so how can you put the hold on etc etc and then i moved on just to some seminars here and there so in the end everything got to 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 a better place after a while just people just uh, having like the big era and then going back to wrestling and also a big thing was i remember just to go back to the topic mm-hmm. um you said wrestling is fake or people say wrestling is fake and a lot of people think yeah it's fake why should i watch it um this like the stupidity of people sometimes is is not really surprising and especially here in germany you have shows like like in 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 america's america's top model right america's has talent america got talent america's got talent one of those shows yeah reality tv and people are like watching those shows like crazy they cannot wait till the next uh episode comes out till the next season comes yeah. out and everything because they believe it's real but it's, <laughs> it's not the fakest thing ever and wrestling in that I case know. like as soon as everybody knew okay it's predetermined right right it's it's predetermined to a certain point of you know like what you have in the script yeah, exactly but as you know as i know you can't die doing that you can die just just being in the ring and somebody is not on point or you're not on point or maybe you're sloppy or you're maybe not well trained you get dropped on your head and you're paralyzed or <sighs> you're dead and everything happened before but people still have the audacity like says everything is fake so but yeah but it doesn't bother me to be honest because okay. in the end i know i can't prove them wrong and it's only that hey just come to the wrestling show watch the show in the best case when i am a part of that show and then let's talk about it later and they will not go out out of the uh, arena or out of the venue and say okay everything is real right no but they will have fun and they will say okay still it's not it's not real like but some of those things look pretty nasty so i'm not sure if it's 100 percent or not so just you know just um Suspend the disbelief. Exactly. That's, that's and in, the phrase we all, all the time like try to like accomplish. In, and in, in my opinion, show. that's what makes wrestling the best when you don't know if it's oh, scripted yeah. or real, right? I mean, <laughs> that's and what I usually tell people is 
you watch Marvel movies. Those are fake and you say yeah. nothing. Yeah. And on top of it, now, because I've actually went into ring once in my life and I took a bump. Never again. I don't know how you guys do this on a fucking weekly basis. It's crazy. Like people think it's like springs and shit. It's wood underneath. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Yeah, it's wood. It's still like, uh, uh, like so, some ranks are different. Some rings have a spring down there but here's the thing it's not because of the safety from the ring guy it's the safety because of you you do not want to destroy the metal and, and like the wood ah. i wrestled a couple times in a boxing ring oh shit and every time <laughs> we fucked up that building we, we, <laughs> like the structure and the boxing promoter was pissed because he well, was of one of the douchebags oh it's fake anyway let me <laughs> it's fake See? In the end, you morons! You fucked up my ring, <laughs> assholes! You pay for this. So we said, "What do you, what do you, what do you expect?" Right. Uh, we have to, we have to take bombs. We have to walk the ropes and everything. See, and uh, I know. You know the element of professional wrestling. So, what do you want? Right. Yeah, I don't know. Well, <laughs> now on to WWE. When did you get signed? How did you get on the radar? How did it all go down, my friend? So on the radar. Uh, um, one of the German commentators, and I was uh, on good terms with him, so I met him. He was a former wrestler, and we met a couple more, a couple times, and always got along. And uh, because he was aware of the WWE in 2014, had tryouts in London, England, and they are looking for some German talents. And he texted oh. me, "Hey, are you interested in WWE tryout?" Of course, yeah, why not? Right. Um, to that time, I was not a WWE fan. Because oh, okay. um, it was not my focus. My yeah. focus was more towards Japan or like independent and stuff. Because sure. I loved uh, professional wrestling. And in that time, uh, I was long years kind of done with WWE. Because after they changed over to like PG and stuff, I didn't uh, like it in that time. Yeah, now I understand why it's better, why it's kind of like more yeah. fun just to work in a PG product. But back in the day, like. I, I grew up with Austin and The Rock, and again, WWE 2000s, and then I stopped watching uh, 2005, and I was more into Ring of Honor and TNA in that time, exhibition stuff. Like yeah, me too. Japan, of course, like yep. professional uh, pro wrestling Noah and uh, Dragon Gate and all those amazing promotions. Yep. So, But nevertheless, WWE, and hey, I have the chance to get a trial there, cool, awesome. Of course. So then in the end, I got the invitation, and I knew for myself, I'm not the WWE guy. I will not get signed. No oh. way. Because I don't look like them. I'm not that tall. I'm tall. I'm heavy. I'm fast. I'm strong. But I'm right. not the tallest. I'm not the smallest. Sure. Et cetera, et cetera, right? So, but I knew uh, my weaknesses and my strength. Still to this day. Um, so, and back in the day, one of my major weaknesses was uh, I'm, I'm not a good talker. I cannot cut a promo. Sure. And it is. Especially not in English. I'm not very ah, comfortable with, uh, speaking right. like fluent English. I could communicate with all the guys I wrestled before from overseas or wherever, but also uh, like hands and feet and stuff like this and words and everything what I what I learned from English television in school. Right. So, but nonetheless, I knew okay, I'm I'm a beast in the ring. I can go. <laughs> I have cardio forever, and I I'm, I'm very 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 perfectionist uh when it comes to my work in the ring footwork i trained a lot of like jiu-jitsu and mma and boxing as well just to be like more or like being more fluent in the ring sure. so i have a better footwork with that of course i knew Smart. because of all like the fighting training i had because uh, of the way i got brought in and trained in professional wrestling that my my ability just my, my in-ring shape 
not my physical shape, my in-ring shape was 100%. So for me personally, my idea was, hey, let's let's have fun with it. Let's make sure <laughs> that you show them what you got. Awesome. You, you know that eventually when they want to have a promo from you that they will not be satisfied with it. But let's make sure that nobody else can hang with you in the ring. <laughs> and I was successful with that. Um, also, I was one of the few who got the training match and just showed off my abilities just to work with another guy. Right. Because like you got limitation with like no suplexes, no this, no that. Sure. Just basic stuff. Like tell us a story, you have a five minute match, you work with the referee, gives you time cues, etc. etc. But that was everything where I was comfortable with, right? So that went well in the end, but again like the promo situation was not good. So in the end I got the, uh, the like the uh the phrase of what means phrase like in the end they told me hey you're hell of athlete you're awesome in the ring but uh, like you need to work on your promo skills so okay. unfortunately that's a no for now but let's keep oh. in contact and thank you very much for being here awesome cool right mission accomplished hell yeah i'm happy with that got paid as well oh, even better so then i went home and you know moved on with my time schedule my training schedule and everything with my daily work schedule with my wrestling schedule sure Two months later, I got contacted by WWE. Hey, this is blah, blah, blah from WWE. We would love to hire you for the NXT development project. Oh. Awesome. Right. Would you do that? Yes, of course. <laughs> so blah, 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 everything. Uh, background check, visa stuff, contract signing, blah, blah, blah. Awesome. 2015, in April, I started my NXT journey. So with development and being one of the first international group that's crazy yeah and you started off pretty much as singles but then you went into sanity and imperium and i don't think you really had a singles run after that right so but i gotta know because i had um big demo on and he loved being a part of sanity like he said it was so much fun and i'm sure you have the same sentiments right of course course. (laughs) we we became very close as well like he's still to this day one of my best friends awesome uh demo EY, our young of course, Canadian, Canadian zone, AY. Right. So, and especially Nikki, Nikki Cross. Of course. So, everybody's very dear to my heart and just being like brothers and sisters. And we we had awesome times, like touring together and just, uh, you know, renting out RBBs when we toured with SmackDown. And when Nikki was apart, just had a whole house for us. Right. Just, you know, Chaos House. No, but it was so much fun, and it was also so much fun not only like to tour with them, but even like getting getting like close together and everything, and just being very, very um, like like close to each other, just to to build up a trust. So we clicked as a unit, and we we'll, yeah. we learned so much from each other, especially from you, I who had like know, those right? amazing like time before, like being constantly on television with all like comedy act, the serious act from World Championship, the Divas Chamber and TNA and everything. And just was um, like a wealth of knowledge for us. And also like Damo from the UK, I'm from I'm Germany. We, we brought our experience in as well. Nikki as well had experience on the indie. So everybody was, was very easy to work with because we all knew how, um, we knew what kind of a good life we had in that time. Of course. Uh, and unfortunately, they split us up, and then uh, it didn't work out as well as it did in NXT up there. Uh, we got promoted to WWE SmackDown, uh, been there for a year, and then we get split up because Triple H decision, and he was um, saying like to us, hey, we do not want that you like go like down in catering. So oh. right now, like. It, does not work out here, so we split you up. 
I go to NXT UK, they go back to NXT, and Eroy stays with Raw because he, he was kind of like still want to do something on the main roster. Of Nikki course. was doing her thing as well on the main roster. So, uh, in the end, good for everybody because I remember I was pretty much like down and like really sour and everything, and not really depressed like with mental health, but like depressed with like. You know, we had such a great act, and they did not really use it proper in the main roster, so why not? It's a business decision, and main roster is more like pop culture, and NXT at that time, and hopefully now again, is more like the, the like alternative rock and like hard rock right. version of WWE. So in the end, it's 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 every, you cannot blame everybody in that, because that's the business like sometimes you have an idea it's the best idea in, in, in a decade and two weeks later it's the worst idea ever so it is what it is and yeah but in the end NXT UK was was a blessing because I not only I had the chance to actually wrestle again in a sports entertainment uh, uh, company but mm. also uh, being in a team with one of my other good friends in wrestling uh Ludwig Kaiser and Gunther right now. Of course. So I knew them from WXW. I knew them from my time before, and we always been like together. Right. Had uh, such a great bond because we shared uh, like the passion for pro wrestling so much. So it's kind of like you know, self-minded people are more like hanging out together and just you know having fun with each other, like in the ring and outside the ring. So it was good to team up with them. And just having fun time in NXT UK as well, and just being a part of that great act, uh, what Imperium is still to this day. Yeah, no kidding. Well, here's a fun fact that I had no idea. You're the first German-born wrestler to win a title in WWE. Yes, sir. That's crazy that a German has never yeah. won a wrestling title in the WWE. Like, I, I would never no, have thought like, that. There's, there, there, uh, there are a lot of like facts. Like, uh, so. I'm actually the first German who got a, a long-term contract with WWE. There was one guy before oh, wow. in 95. His okay. name was Prakers. He was from Germany as well. He was a bodybuilder. But he was just a part for five months or so. Oh, so okay, that's nothing. Like, the German scene, like, people like me say I'm the first ever. And right. people don't like me say, no, no, you don't deserve that title. That's the other guy. So, in the end, I don't care. But um, I'm very, like... I'm grateful for that. Like I, I like for myself. I said yes to something I was never. I was never there to dream mm, because again, course. like it was always a dream of mine just to become a professional wrestler. And then when I got into wrestling, and of course, like I, like the self reflection, I never saw myself in WWE because I always thought like, look at those guys like like Cena and Orton, like they're being kind of like large. Like guys like built muscles shredded and right. everything, right? They look like television, and you just the guy with kick pads, just you know, having fun resting and just <laughs> have the chance to mix it up with some uh, top stars from around the world, right? So then I got the chance, uh, the uh, like the, the the chance just to become a WWE superstar, and I'm always up for the challenge. And that challenge that was like a, a real hard challenge first, like the first year, and then after I find my my groove, my stick in there with sanity and everything, right. where I had the chance just to evolve from a, just a pro wrestler into a character, into exactly. a sports entertainer, because I have to dig deep for that Alexander Wolf role in sanity. I had to course. really find out how could I like 
be that character in the way like Triple H wanted to have it, in the way I look at myself. So I had to do a lot of research and find sure. what do I like, which is a little bit strange or a little bit chaotic to other people. Like, for example, like hardcore music, right? I'm a pit <laughs> guy. I'm a, I'm a mosher. So I would I love to go into a pit like violent dancing. Like people think, oh, that's crazy. That makes oh, sense. They hurt each other. They punch each other. No, nothing. That's a good cardio workout. And I know boxing, so I know like right. to cover myself up. But <laughs> amazing. Love that. I love that music and everything. So I'm very right. passionate about that as well. So that helped me to create that. But that was the fun part of this. So, but in the end, like everything came together like it's, it's like the dream came true right just to become that wwe uh, wwe superstar and um, yeah again i'm very grateful for the time i had there because i learned so much you did and it's again it showed you on tv because it was fantastic you going from that sanity character that crazy ass guy just like you said mosh pitting around the ring to the imperium where you're all serious and the mad is sacred type of thing it's like kudos yeah. to you my friend that's like a total 360 and people probably don't realize how hard it is to go in and out of those two type of characters right yeah it is um but it, like so the funny part is that i still can turn that on and off there you go uh, and a lot of times, a lot of times, when I speak about something, what I like, character-wise, my wife is still like, "Don't look at me like that," <laughs> because I have. That's awesome. I, I, like my eyes are still going into that that uh, sanity mode. Sure. But like Imperium was very easy for me because um, that style clash from the sanity Alexander Wolf to the Imperium Alexander Wolf is basically stop acting or right. reacting, and then go to uh, go to yourself like go to how would you be as a private person and for me it's like i'm i'm a chill guy but a lot of times i'm very strict i'm very organized i'm, sure. I'm, I'm efficient i'm a german efficient <laughs> guy right makes so sense. and ey always like makes fun of me how efficient i am sometimes because I'm, <laughs> I'm very organized and i have my my ticks and that's why imperium was such a fit to me because also everything like first of all that character that act that that role those guys play, they don't play, that's for real. Because everything what I say we we preached, right. saving the honor of the business, the sure. sanctity of professional wrestling, everything, right? That's the truth. That's the hard meaning because we as a group, being so passionate about wrestling, when you see sometimes wannabes, uh, everybody can do wrestling and it's it's art right it's like music it's like painting as long as your art sells is good sure. but when you have like music and it's really bad because <laughs> the performers did not went to musicians class or just learning how to play the drums right and they still want to play that sucks right of and course. that was the meaning behind like the whole like imperium stuff that we actually been annoyed about the guy, the guys who be not serious as us, right? So in, in like turn it up to eleven, not just hey, just the guys who be unprofessional like backyarders or like wannabes. No, no, yeah. everybody who's not like us is is treating this business not with the respect it deserves. So, but in general, like me, I'm I'm, I'm very proud of what I am. And that's a professional wrestler, and I'm very proud of my my handcraft and my 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 art of work because people are entertained 
and I get booked exactly. to entertain people. So everything comes together, and everything comes together because of how I uh, how I treat this business, how how serious I am about what I'm doing. And of course. that's basically like it, it was not like a total switchover, but still like um, I in nowadays it's I'm, I'm I'm more the professional wrestler. But lately we had like a, a tag team tournament called like Tag Festival WXW, and they brought in EY and myself just to have awesome. a sanity reunion. Sure. And it was strange because like the first day I had to act. <laughs> and then the second day I felt it again I went straight into that role and I, awesome. it was kind of like taking taking like a shade off or sure. like a layer off and being back <laughs> my old self like how I was in NXT and just being kind of like that psycho and just awesome. being like total that character and just switch that that um, switch over and then just being my older me again <laughs> a little bit scary though as well but like it's it's very it's 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 super fun super fun yeah exactly and now you're back on the indies and wxw as you mentioned you're doing all this stuff around europe and stuff what's different that you've noticed since being in the wwe coming back into the indie scene um the difference is that you have to do everything for yourself uh Uh, sometimes for the good sometimes for the bad uh so you have the chance to connect to your audience better than in WWE because you do your own merch and you ah, should because it's it's good a good point. income yeah. and also you have the chance to to speak and also what I love to do is like just to ask everybody like questions uh, for study so hey what do you like hey uh, you're here the first time blah 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 so I know if there's somebody new in the arena and I know what they like or what they don't like and sometimes they will tell you without asking but um, that's a good thing and it's a good thing that you are in control of your own situation. So more more in control, let's say this. Right. So uh, if you do not want to wrestle for any promotion, you don't have to. If you want to wrestle for promotion, oh. awesome. Let's talk with that guy. If somebody asks right. you, hey, we want to book you, but uh, like you, you have to you have to do your own business, which is sometimes cool. Uh, sometimes I, I think that oh, it's too much a hassle because a lot of <laughs> people they kind of like want to push you so deep down from your feet and it's sometimes a little bit like ah, how about how about we don't speak now we let's let's let me know if you want to do a show and you want to pay actually the fee i, I think i'm worth it right if not don't don't be bothered because i'm not if you don't want to book me for that price it's okay book somebody else right so that's that's sometimes the thing it's it's good but sometimes I prefer the WWE way that, you know, you, you have the, the weekly paycheck and everything. <laughs> but on the other hand, um, so when I was with WWE and they do not have anything for you, which is normal, because, sure. you know, when, when you've been in Hollywood, for example, and you're, you have an agent and he, he does not get you work, you do not get paid. But WWE, even you do not have work, you, you get, get paid. paid for your yeah, work. That's awesome. So that's, that's pretty cool. But, um, I like to be active. I like to travel sure. a lot. I, I like just to to be in the mix, and especially after my time with WWE, everything just evolved and everything. Uh, like new talents came up and new promotions came up. So that is um, true. I had the chance like to 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 travel a lot, like the last year uh, plus, and just 
travel to different countries and see different talents and hey this guy is new wow he's very talented let me work with him etc etc even like the homegrown promotions got better and have newer talents right? and just evolving like, even after corona even after this, this fucked up pandemic with all <laughs> like the stupid lockdowns yep. just uh, destroying like business in general <sighs> but like also wrestling business and like of course uh like a lot of times, like it sucked for the promotions, but on the other hand, I believe it was kind of like a natural selection where they kind of like the shitty promotions didn't survive, right. and like the better ones who wants to really want to do it and put some effort and heart in, and they survived this pandemic, and now they can come back like as strong as they stopped, right? So it it's a lot of fun though, and for my personal, let's say mental health, it's really good, like just to kind of like remember myself all right it's not your fault that it didn't work out it's always percentage like with all of the things happened right Mm -hmm. i always be the guy who you know blames myself not really blames but i always ask myself what could you have done better in that case when i got released hey you're probably not in the best shape of your life physically (laughs) so how about get a professional put you on a nutrition plan and then you keep on going and then sure. i from 110 kilograms moved down to 85 wow. from like fucking fat piece of shit went down to eight <laughs> now i have six pack right so that's awesome something like that yeah. so but but that's me perfectly uh, uh, personally because I, i'm a big believer of you cannot blame and as, as soon as you do this one finger points to maybe the problem but there are three fingers pointing, pointing back. back to you so it's true you should ask yourself what you have maybe what you not what you have done wrong and never regret anything because everything happens for a reason, I, I believe. Agree. So, but what could you have done better? Or so, change. And in that case, you could improve in your in your looks yeah. and everything. And also, I, I had the chance to evolve as, as a performer as well. So, uh, using all the skills and using all the tools I learned in WWE from guys like Fit Finlay, Ray Regal, Shawn Michaels, etc., etc., etc. The list is ridiculously long but like so many brains and so many good inputs how can i evolve as a talent that is coming back fresher building up a new move set showing off like right. how could i structure a match together what like storytelling etc 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 and so far i was super super successful on and yeah next year can come for sure and that's great because uh, to me wxw is at least top three promotion in europe and most of the wrestlers are German-based. Number, Number one, one, sure. No, hey, one. Like I said, sure. it's up for debate. I've, to me, I agree as well, my friend. But there's people out there that don't. Uh, you know, those people could go fuck off, as they say. But anyways. <laughs> but I, I still don't believe how there's not more German wrestlers on TV nowadays. Like, you know what I mean? Like, to me, like even growing up, the only one that was on TV was Alex Wright in WCW. Yeah. It's crazy. Good one. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, it's crazy, but uh, I think the, the thing with the German market, you have a lot of talents, and everybody wants <laughs> to get that contract. Of course. But now, how many German wrestlers you have or you had in WWE? Two. I know, it's only still two. Two. So let's say with Alex Wright, there are three. Right, And with I guess. this one guy, Brackers, you had four. Right. Right. But you have so many other like great talents who could go over there, but none of those guys who wants to be there actually put oh, the work in. Gotcha. That's the thing. 
And gotcha, gotcha. those guys who put the work in, so that's the first step, right? You have the goal is, is the big contract, right? Yeah. You have the, the, the hundreds of people want to be WWE or whatever superstar. Then you have the guys who put the work in. Then you have, oh, we could use him for such and such. Oh, he's awesome and everything. Oh, he's awesome, good. <laughs> like for me, for example, or with me, was he's not good in promos, but... Because I was asked like straight, like I think I'm not good in promos. Is we don't care. We teach you. Right. Exactly. You come over here, performance center. We have promo class. So <laughs> after three years, if you still suck, you probably get released. Right. Straight out. Okay. Gotcha. Here's the challenge, right? So you have a lot of guys who could like get signed right away in Germany. No problem. I can tell you right away. Like there's a bunch of guys who should be get signed. Who should got signed for NXT UK as well. Yeah. But. WWE needs to find the reason why they want to invest That's in their true. talent, yeah, investing yeah. with paying them a monthly salary or weekly salary. And if they do not know, hey, um, I don't know, like, you look good and you can wrestle good and you a decent talker or, hey, you're awesome entertainer and you're a decent wrestler, we would love to sign you. But we don't know now what we want to do with you. They don't sign them. If you're not a big household name, like big super independent superstar i don't know wpi top five uh free agent right uh not got signed then it's a different story but like it, it has to be an investment but you have to present yourself as an investment you have to see um if you get the opportunity like i did or like for example Luther kaiser did yep. uh, you have to bring it and you have to show off and you have to you know show them you need to invest with me because i will bring you money and if, if the other guys who have put in the work, if they do not have this extra put in work, like you know what I mean? It's 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 very complicated. And sometimes, out of nowhere, hey, you, you can get signed. I don't know, because right. I flipped the coin. That's possible. Everything is possible in wrestling. But the majority of, of, of German talents want to, but they don't put the work in. That's how it there is. Go. Ah, I see. Well, as we mentioned, WXW is the number one promotion in Europe. Smash is the number one promotion in Canada. They're having a joint show, and you're oh, going to yeah. be on that card. You'll be wrestling in London and uh, Toronto. Yeah, I can't wait for that. Dude, I'm, I'm so, so, so excited to come back to Canada. I love traveling in Canada. <laughs> I traveled with NXT and WWE there. And for me, first time being independent with my home promotion, WXW Canada, and mix it up with the boys and girls from Smash. Can't wait for that. And also my opponents, Jake Something, Vaughn. Let's fucking go. It, it, it's crazy, yeah. Uh, Von Vertigo is a former guest, and Jake something. If Von people don't Vertigo. know, he's. If you've never watched Impact, go back and watch old stuff with Jake something. The man's a beast. I can't wait for that match. That's going to oh, be yeah. a nice Styles clash right there. Can't wait. Uh, dude, I'm, I'm so good at things, and I know he's a big, big, big meaty guy. So, yeah, can't wait for that. So yeah, sure. it's awesome. Also, there's the third, third show as well. Like uh, before Smash, there's something close to Niagara Falls. I hear. Oh, so WXW uh, has okay, okay. done uh, something good. Like so, three days of wrestling in Canada, and Canadian okay. wrestling fans are always great and always uh, like right, always treating wrestlers well, just giving the atmosphere and everything. And ah, uh, again, can't wait. Also, I cannot I cannot uh, wait for like being back like in Toronto because I love Toronto a lot. It was a very clean. New York City for me because <laughs> I went to New York and then right. a couple of weeks later to Toronto was like like New York without that much homeless people trash on the streets. So that's awesome to hear. <laughs> it was, 
Oh my goodness. Have you ever wrestled independently in Canada? Or has it been always with WWE? No, never. Oh, so you're never, in for a never, treat. Never. If you think Canadian wrestling yeah. fans are crazy, the indie fans are even crazier. So you're in for a nice treat, my friend. More excited now. <laughs> yeah, they're rabid. Like, people who go to the indie shows are all like who know the business supermarks and stuff and appreciate it. And you won't have like those shitty people throwing out the comments and, you know, the stupid stuff. So it, it's going to be there awesome. Awesome. That, that's the thing. Like I, I, I personally, like I understand why, like, like the, the term, the smart marks and the sure. marks and whatever. Right. So, but in the end, like it's still people coming to the show and pay their hard earned money for the ticket. So hey, if, 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 if they want to throw stupid comments on me, awesome. Do it. I can't wait to shut up. Uh, <laughs> shut you up and, and you, you kind of enjoy the show more. No, seriously. Like, every kind of wrestling fan, like, it's, it doesn't matter. Like, I'm, right. when, I'm happy when people come to the show. And it's like when they go to another sports team. You have the guys who enjoy it. You have the guys who have to talk constantly about it. You have the guys who've been the Monday night quarterbacks or Monday morning quarterbacks. Uh, right. Like, doesn't matter for me, man. As long as everybody is happy there, as long as everybody gets something what he likes, you know what I mean? Because not everybody will like, for example, my kind of style. They want to see That's something true. comical. Or they want to see some high flying stuff. Like I don't know. Like, but that's that's how a wrestling show should be, right? For everybody. Yeah, exactly. And if there still might be a ticket or two available, so for Saturday and Sunday. So Saturday show is in toronto and the sunday shows in london i believe and if you're someone who cares these two shows will be taped for the wwe network as well so you will be a part of history in the audience and the way these venues work everyone will be seen on tv so if you want to be on the wwe network come to these two shows and it's crazy too because bonus thing is if you attend the toronto show you get to watch the aw full gear pay-per-view at the rec room for free so you get independent wrestling that's filmed for the WWE Network and then watch an AEW pay-per-view right after. What year are we in, my friend? Would you have thought of this how many years ago? How, how crazy wrestling no, has evolved. And I, <laughs> I'm, I mean, so for me personally, also, like every wrestler is a wrestling fan as well. Uh, it's awesome to be a wrestling fan nowadays because you right? have so many options you can watch. And if you don't like WWE, you can watch AEW. If you don't like both of them, you can watch Impact. You can watch... I don't know, New Japan or pro exactly. wrestling. Exactly, so much. Like, pro wrestling Noah right now is awesome. Like, if you like really, like, hard-hitting and, right. like, like as in my in my opinion, wrestling as real as it gets, pro wrestling Noah right now, can recommend it to you. But also, like, like independent wrestling in general. Like, it's so much fun. Like, WWE is a good provider for independent wrestling for promotions like progress for example as well yeah. like wxw and icw that's true but wxw for example they have a network as well it's called wxw now oh, there's there also like a subscription fee for that but you can watch independence from all over all over europe so denmark and austria and uh, uh hungary and everything and hungarian scene is, is awesome by the way as well oh, like wow. it's such a um, kind of like an off the chart country right sure, it's a yeah, long exactly. country huge beautiful country like awesome people and awesome culture there right. but the wrestling there is also good as well like wow. so it's wrestling all over the world all over the place so i think if if you want to watch 
all the time resting, you need a 25 I know, uh, right? <laughs> day, hour in an eight-day week or something. I don't know. It's insane. It's crazy. It's so true. Like, exactly. And I'm, I'm that person. I pick and choose what I want to watch. Like, you know what I mean? Because of the show, obviously, you have to keep up to date with all the top shows and stuff like that. So I watch those. But again, it's yeah. all in fast forward. But when I really yeah. want to watch something and I'm like killing time, I put on like like how you said a new Japan show. I'll put on something from back in the day, even like you know what I mean. I'll go old school even, mm-hmm. and that's the other thing that we have the ability to watch old school stuff without tape trading. Thank you, YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. We're so spoiled nowadays, and that's why whoever complains is just a complainer generally in life. I'm, I, I hate to say it. You know what I mean? Yeah, just stop. Stop watching. Stop Thank watching. you. It's, it's, Change the channel, uh, channel, or I don't know. Just you know, buy the ticket. Don't come to the show. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> well, before we wrap this up quickly, I know you're a soccer fan. The World Cup's coming up pretty much. Portugal's in it. Canada's also in it, and so is Germany. Obviously, you're going to say Germany's going to win. But besides Germany, who do you think has the best shot of winning the World Cup this year? Um, I'm not a soccer fan anymore. To be oh, honest. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I know. As a German, you have to be no like soccer got ruined for me as a twelve-year-old oh. because I did not get the business behind of it. Because oh. my favorite club in that time was Borussia Dortmund. I don't know if that's yeah, familiar, familiar with you. Like, one of the biggest clubs in yeah. Germany. So I was a huge fan of them. But then my favorite players got traded to different. And I, Why are you leaving? Why are you not loyal? <laughs> right? Gotcha. So, I didn't got that, and then because of my my personal uh, experience with with soccer, that I lost my passion with it. Uh, I lost. Okay. I, I did not watch it at all. And then my entire love for sport went to professional wrestling, and then later on, I gave a little bit to MMA because I got into UFC a little oh, bit. Yeah. That's love it. How I got into jujitsu and MMA stuff, and I don't know. I watch the World Series sometimes, but nowadays I could not be bothered, to be honest. But, okay. of course, I, I will rooting for Germany, if that counts, <laughs> if, if I not even watch it. But also, on the other hand, it's like, um, I'm, like, soccer pissed me that much off because I, I'm really trying, like, for myself, agenda, like, choose to bring out professional wrestling more in Germany. Sure. But because of soccer is so almighty in Europe in general... It pissed me off because it could get kind of like maybe, let's say, give me 5% of your fans and of your attention, put it into professional wrestling just to grow up that bigger, just to, you know, fill fill um, bigger venues here and just, you know, make it more marketable for people. But yeah, but so here's the deal. I will rooting for Canada because he's <laughs> such a nice guy. That's awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. And you mentioned it too, MMA and jujitsu and all that stuff. Do you think you would ever want to yeah. take... Even if it's an amateur, some sort of match in the MMA world, I'm I'm not into that anymore. Okay. Uh, 2013, that was a thought in my head that I maybe will pause or quit wrestling just to get into MMA right. a little bit more. So stuff like that because I was not happy in the position I was in wrestling at that time. Right. Uh, then I had a tour in Japan for one month, and I came back refreshed and back with a lot of love in my heart for professional wrestling. Gotcha. So. But right now, so I'm still love to do it because also my in-ring skill uh, style is a little bit catch wrestling ish, ah. uh, a lot of holds and like you yep. know cranking and and, and tor- uh, like stretching and stuff. But in general, I would love to do that. But on the other hand, because I'm full time professional wrestler and you know, it, it's I'm, I'm dependent on that just to provide uh, uh, like an income 
you know, to my to me and to my family. Sure. Um, I would go into the training, and if it's something like a grappling tournament, if I I think I would be ready for that, I would do it. MMA fight, I don't know it. Hmm. It it sounds interesting though, but I'm. I would not go into it unprepared, so I would oh. love just to get a proper training sure. camp into it, just prepare for that. Smart. But also, I know even the, the the business of professional wrestling sometimes is very ungrateful. <laughs> that business is even more ungrateful, right? Because yeah, like see the fact if you do it, sometimes you do it for free. If you get knocked out, you get concussed. I know that's one more concussion for probably getting like brain damage exactly and i'm already just have that risk with wrestling where That's of course true. you always protect yourself and right. you trust the other guy that he protects you as the same as you would protect him but in mma it's kind of like you want to knock the sucker out or want to tap him out right so you have to be very prepared for that and the risk of that some you know i'm, I'm not getting younger so i'm That's i true. stick to my guns you know, so. <laughs> i don't blame you i don't blame you well axel thank you very much for coming on today really appreciate it my friend plug anything you want to promote floor's all yours hey um so thank you very much uh, like what i want to promote of course i want to promote myself so you can follow me on my social media channels, which is Instagram, it's xmat 3016 and Wolf without the E. Uh, and then on Twitter, it's xmat 3016 uh, Follow me, just, you know, like if you see something. And um, yeah, I'm at Progress Scene Tease as well, Axel the Axman Tisher. So if you want to buy a shirt, you can go there as well, support me. Uh, but in general, like, I'm like, I don't care if you support me, support professional wrestling before. Uh, support professional independent wrestling right. because there's a lot of guys and girls out there who bust their ass just to fulfill a dream and just to entertain you so be nice be respectful to each other uh, if you see something what you like give it a year if you see something what you don't like give it a boo or just move on get out of the venue i don't know <laughs> exactly but like just you know uh, like professional wrestling is such a great thing where i personally experienced with a lot of people they go to shows and they forget about personal life, personal issues. They have just a fun time. So, and having like a community, like community of professional wrestling fans, can so powerful to everybody, and even like to us wrestlers, having a, a healthy and a nice community where we can perform our art for us, for you, for the people at home, is such a nice like that's that's called sacred haven. So that's why just enjoy it, support it as much as you can, and just have fun with it. Yeah, well said. And for myself, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter under Finger Styles. You can follow the podcast on Twitter, the podcast app. Email us your thoughts, suggestions, comments, anything you want to get off your chest at the podcast app at gmail.com. Please rewind to the top of the show. Support those fine sponsors because if it helps them out, most definitely helps me out. And most importantly, please, if you haven't done so already, rate, subscribe, review on all major platforms. One last thing before I let you go, my friend. I got to talk about this move because it is one of my favorite moves of all time. Nothing beats a good German suplex. Now, um, is it just called a suplex in Germany? <laughs> yeah, that, that's a running gag, though. I right? Mean, in WWE, uh, what do you want to do? Yeah, probably do a German suplex. So, a suplex? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So, I, I believe, if, if, if I'm not mistaken, Robbie Brookside, okay. one, of, one of the best ever. Of and course. One of great coaches still to this day, WWE Performance Center. He's well known for, like, he has a, a lot of knowledge about history. And once there was a thing, and that's I tried to keep it short with that, sure. they banned using a German suplex because of Brock Lesnar. Oh. 
Vincent no German suplexes and I was kind of ah, damn it's one of my favorite moves and I'm from Germany I should do it like, right what should I do should I call it native suplex right <laughs> but he said to, no actually it's, it's a back suplex but in Germany one of the German guys probably forgot to hook the arm for the back suplex so they just did the oh, you know the waist lock right. and went back with it oh so that's that why sense. they called it German suplex I don't know if I'm correctly with that. Let me know in the comments, maybe. Well, I'm sure <laughs> if you're wrong, someone think, will for sure find I out. Think, I think they, it happens somewhere, and then the Japanese used it. And oh. also, a different variation is, because of the Jap- Japanese guy used right. it, Carl Gage was a big influence in Jap- uh, Japanese wrestling. Carl Gage was, he was Belgium, but also like Belgian Germany is like okay. the same region Exactly. Close so enough. it could also be like more a catch wrestling style move. They maybe brought into it, but before, like amateur wrestling was a bigger thing. Uh, like catch wrestling was uh, the biggest thing I think starting industrial age like early 90s wow. 90 uh, sorry in the, yeah that 1990s or 90 like 1900 yeah. so maybe because of the influence of catch wrestling and Karl Gotch and because gotcha. if you have somebody from Germany they know it's from Germany it's somebody around Germany is close to Germany yeah, he's from Germany as well right so sometimes <laughs> They don't know the difference between Belgium and, and, and Germany or Austria and Germany sure. or whatever. So maybe that's a thing. But a proper German suplex always can be done by Germany. There you go. On that note, he's Axel. I'm Steve. This is the podcast. Peace. Peace.